For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So I got a question for you there, Jack. I was thinking mm -hmm. about this the other day. Would you rather be homeless for a year or spend a year in prison, like uh, gen pop, you know, general population? And while you ponder that, um, you know, because I'm just laying this on you, uh, it's tough, but for me, my answer, I think I would choose homeless. Uh, it would really suck, but I feel like I just have a better chance out there in the open. You know, if I was panhandling, mm -hmm. uh, find a, you know, it's kind of a safe spot to sleep, try to get a bit of cash together. But uh, the days would be long. Prison. Yeah. I don't want to get beat up or raped or have to join some white supremacist group or shave my head, you know. I don't have the head shape. Um, yeah. Or worry about getting shanked or, like, dropping the soap. Maybe I've been watching too many uh, prison movies, but. Maybe. Yeah. No, I choose prison because I want to become a white supremacist and I want to rape people, you know. Wow, That's yeah. why I do. Sort of like an excuse, right? <laughs> no, I get raped. I'm not a tough guy. Um, no, uh, yeah, you'd think the answer would be living on the streets, but if you've ever slept outside even one night, which I have, it sucks. And I'm, there's just as much to worry about on the street as there is yeah. in prison. I just feel like there's more freedom, though, right? Like you're not locked yeah. up in there. Um, right. At least you get three oh, squares. Three hots and a cot, as I always like to say. <laughs> yep. Um, I guess if you go to the soup kitchen and you you find a nice cardboard box, I don't know. I I wouldn't. I'm terrified of being either. But yeah, at least you're kind of on your own, still a little bit in charge. If you're homeless, right? Like you can go wherever you want, as opposed right. to being stuck in those prison walls. Mm-hmm. I'd be committing a lot of crime if I was homeless too. So I might just end up in jail anyways. Like I feel True. like I I wouldn't just go to a garbage can and eat out of it. <laughs> a little bit of both, eh? Six months homeless, then serve six months in jail. Yeah, that sounds good. Because at least on the homeless side, if you start out that way, you have a shot at hitting it big. You know, yeah. you might really score something that being a drug user and an alcoholic, chain smoking cigarettes on the street, um, banging sex workers, that's, that's, that's better than getting raped and uh, being forced to eat whatever they give you. Yeah, you know, I'd start with homeless, and if we end up in jail, we end up in jail. Okay, but, you know, the um, the sex worker thing, like, remember, you're homeless, right? Like, I don't know. What, they well, just think you're handsome? And this I hear one's it gets pretty me. sexy. It gets pretty sexy in those, those tent communities. They have a lot of sex. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Well, yeah, but you would be with, like, another homeless chick who's, like, just as dirty as you and stuff. Okay, but would you rather be with another homeless chick or a man in prison? I think you know the answer. We'll leave it at that. All right. What have we I, got today? I, honestly, I watched this movie with Stephen Dorff uh, from 2008, yeah. I think. It's called Felon. Throwback. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. It, it was 
it's great, but I'm. It made me realize, like, yeah, I'm terrified of going to prison. I guess there's a difference between jail and prison. Like, if you're in a low type security prison, I'm thinking, sure. like, okay, that's got the hardened criminals, the 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 people with sexual assault and whatever ro- armed robberies and assault. like that could be some pretty badass guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, in the in the felon movie, he it was sort of a self defense thing. He ended up killing someone who broke into his home in the middle of the night. Um, yeah, so he had, to go to, he had to go to jail for like five years or whatever it was, prison. So out of nowhere, mm. a guy with you know like a a baby and a wife, all of a sudden he's forced to go into prison and join up with the gang and all this all this. Yeah, stuff that's interesting. On. It's pretty wild. I remember oh, that movie. Yeah, I do. This is, What's his name was in it too? You know the guy from Top Gun? Did you see the newer Top Gun? What's oh Val Tom Kilmer. Cruise? No oh. Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. What's it called? Yeah, I got a mind for bizarre trivia, just useless <laughs> information. My mind is filled with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I watched. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but the new Top Gun. I watched that at the, at the drive-in. It was. Hmm. Uh, yeah, pretty cool. It was teamed up with uh, the latest Jurassic World or Jurassic Park movie. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Not a bad combo. Yeah, pretty good double. Uh, the wife and the kids fell asleep for the sec- for Top Gun. It started with Jurassic World. They kind of passed out. And I actually really enjoyed Top Gun. Can you imagine going to a double feature right now? And the first one is Barbie... And the second one is the sound of uh, freedom. <laughs> what a mixed group, you know. Oh, be wasn't it? Scr- I heard people are going to Oppenheimer or whatever it's called. Right. Yep. And, yep. Uh, Bar- I would watch the Barbie movie. I really would. Sure, me too. I've been asked to by my lady. I'll go give it a gander. I think people are taking everything too fucking seriously lately. I yeah. mean, there is they're 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 pushing they're poisoning things with 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 different sides of different things. But I mean, God damn it. When you're going to watch a movie, just try to enjoy the fucking movie. There's always been hidden messages and belief yeah. systems in movies. Just fucking shut up and They're watch the goddamn it, uh, thing. It's a little too woke, but it's like, whatever. What, uh, I mean, well, that's the female lead was a little too strong for you or something. I don't know. I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like that's fine. And even like people, I think like the super Mario brothers movie was great. Was a great movie. And mm-hmm. I was like, didn't, Afterwards, I was like, was Princess always that badass? Because I feel like they were always just trying to rescue her. But like Princess right. Peach or whatever, like she was she was a badass. And I enjoyed they it. empowered her. Me too. Of I wasn't course. complaining or anything, you know? Like, it's a it, movie. Yeah, it was. It had some good music. Like for, you know, if you're, if you're on the fence about seeing that Mario Brothers movie, it's pretty good. Uh-oh. It's not like the yeah. one uh, we grew up with. with John oh, Leguizamo God. and <laughs> Bob Hoskins. The real one? <laughs> the real life terrible. one. Real life action, like that's meant to be cartoony, you know. It's yeah, it, that that Super Mario movie. It had the grittiness of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it didn't have any of the charm. It was just like yeah. a couple of guys in oversized fucking plumbers outfits that look like Mario <laughs> and Luigi. It, it was terrible, but a cult classic. Yeah. A- anyways, yeah. Totally. I just think every everybody's just everything has like, is it this side? Is it that side? And then it is. It's like, can't we just enjoy something? And when it came to the Mario Brothers movie, I felt like that was enjoyable for just about anybody. It was just a movie. I, I, we need yeah. more of that. I love Fucking it. escape this shit. 
Yeah. Just like I would, I would probably like the Barbie and Ken one. Oh, Ryan Gosling, man, he's got that six pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, my complaint was, I thought like, I mean, he's like forty two or forty three. I don't know how old I picture Ken being. I just picture them being like right. twenty or something. I'm not sure. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But well, it's man, been a while. Maybe time has great. passed. Mm-hmm. Looks great. So does Margot yep. Robbie. They look fantastic. Fantastic. Anyway, welcome back to the. Uh, <laughs> Siskel and Ebert <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, okay, where was I here? Anyway, mm. we both agree that we would dislike being um, in prison or being homeless. Yeah, both. Rough choice. Okay, so the reason I'm uh, talking about that, we're going somewhere with this, okay? Bear with me. Mm. Uh, we're going to talk about an interesting failed business idea, and this was from back in 2013. CNN did an article on this, and The Stranger, which is some lesser-known site, they interviewed a man named Mike Mominy. And here's his idea. It's a rough name. (laughs) Yeah. M-O-M-A-N-Y. I probably butchered it, but... Mike Mom and Me? Yeah. Mo-many. Mike (laughs) Mo-men. So here's his idea. He called it Sub-Urban Tours, like sub like suburban, but sub-urban, mm-hmm. you know, uh, tours. I like it. And the premise here, for $2,000, you can live like a homeless person. Nice. You know, or you can do it for free. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's what 62-year-old Mike Mo Many, not Mo Money, um, <laughs> who himself is homeless in Seattle, uh, hopes people would do. Here's a little bit about him. Uh, after working as a contract programmer for years, he got into financial trouble when business slowed down, and he has been experimenting with new ways of making money ever since. One plan was to launch a marijuana tour that would show people around local pot-growing operations, which have recently become legal in Washington State. I guess, uh, you know, that was probably 2012 or something. Not yeah, so sorry. I just, I, <clears throat> yeah, quickly, I want to say that he should name his company Mo Many Mo Problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Because um, <laughs> he's giving you a problem by making you homeless. Like, w- what is going on? Sorry, continue, though. And he wants Mo Money, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, yeah, he wanted this, you know, he wanted to do the tour of the, the pot growing operations. Uh, but for now, he is offering a three-day tour that he calls a private course in applied homelessness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Upset- Jesus. <laughs> I know. Upset and he's homeless. By- <laughs> yeah, he's a, uh, a homeless guy with a pretty good vocabulary, though. i got to admit. They usually do. All right. Yeah. Okay, so upset by the growing homeless population in Seattle, which has shot up by 15% since 2007, to more than 9,000 people who are living in shelters or on the streets. Mo Many claims he wants to get people thinking about new ways to solve homelessness, but he wants to make a business of it too. So each tour costs $2,000. Mo Many, Mo, I just want to say Mo Money every time, yeah. uh, <laughs> says his take is $1,500. For an hourly rate of nineteen dollars and seventy cents and seventy six cents an hour, okay. I guess he's including like sleeping on park benches and stuff into right. the amount he's making. 
and the rest, about $500, will be donated to shelters and pay for expenses, like the clothes his clients will wear to blend in. Okay. Yeah, those are expensive. Like, what do you they get, a Gucci, the... like, <laughs> Armani it's... suit to blend yeah, in Yeah, dump homeless? it in a fucking lake first? <laughs> What's going on? Um, he said no one has signed up for a tour yet, but he's in talks with a few interested parties. Yeah, sure you are, bud. You need a cell phone for that. <laughs> this is this is fucking stupid. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Okay. So the idea is he'll disguise his customers as homeless people, give them a new name and a simple life script to use. Tour go- goers <laughs> will stay at a fifteen dollar per night hostel in the same building as a homeless shelter and only one notch above shelter condition. Since it's divided by gender, the tour isn't available to women. Good call. But, um, yeah. So it's pretty funny how he's just like, he's he's going to give them their new name and a backstory, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. your name is Chad. And, uh, you know, you used to, uh, used to be a cab driver, business right. dried up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Didn't want to fucking uh, lower yourself to Uber. And... Uh, <laughs> No, you're on the streets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it is good to have a bit of a backstory, but uh, that just kind of made me laugh. A backstory could be anything. I mean, <laughs> this isn't difficult. You're not like this fucking CIA here trying to infiltrate the Russian. Well, whatever. what he means is he's not going to be like, oh, I, I, I'm just visiting, guys. I paid $2,000 just to see how you guys are slumming it for a bit. Because that might rub them the wrong way. All right. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Okay, so here's what they're going to do here. They'll visit... Sorry, Leroy, I got to cut in on you here. So is he (laughs) providing like like, like bodyguard work here or something like that? Like if something goes wrong for them, he steps in and he's like one of the big fucking swinging dicks on homeless (laughs) campus? Well, the thing is he is homeless, so I guess he's used to it there. Um, I mean, I guess he will try to stop you from getting killed if someone tries to kill you or something. What's he really going to do about it? I know, but... He is, it would be, you know, if you did want to do this, you would kind of want to have maybe someone who's familiar with the turf. Like, are you just going right. to go in there blind like that? Yeah, right. So the um, exit word is, mo manny, mo manny. <laughs> like three <laughs> yeah. fucking homeless guys are raping you in an alleyway. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what they're going to do for some field trips here. They will visit several popular homeless hangouts, like the Seattle Public Library. Talk to other homeless people, panhandle, nap on benches, and roam the streets at 3 a.m. <laughs> on one of the shit. nights. Nice. <laughs> that actually, it sounds kind of fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you'd probably have to sign a waiver because this could potentially uh, be dangerous. You do you know? know that our Aunt Kate had me do this or proposed for me to do this? Oh, I did it. I was going to do it with her, too. I had the camcorder and everything. We interviewed the guy. Yes. Yeah, you did um, it. You did do, uh, yeah, when you had the camcorder. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it didn't turn in into much. It was going to be an ongoing thing, but I think she saw my camera work, and it was a <laughs> shitty camera. Mm. And she paid me 200 bucks and him 200 bucks and took us out for a nice meal. Um, <laughs> Pretty hesitant camera work, I'm guessing. It was always pointing at the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was weird. She was just kind of casually talking to this homeless guy. 
just trying to find yeah. out, you know, where, where it all went wrong and stuff. And he was mm-hmm. a nice guy. He was interesting. Okay. All right, Kate was the best too. She was just like a, a different a different person for sure. English major, marked papers for university students, and was always up for adventure. When I was living with her, she offered the same thing to me, and it was like to go for like a week, and she would fund it, meaning that she would pay for my college. I think was what was going to happen then, which she ended up doing it anyways in a way. Um, and she was wild, but you actually went. I eh? I remember that yep. now too. You actually went and yeah, tried. Yeah, she kind of interviewed him, and we did it. And then uh, she took us out for, like, a nice meal, which, yep. you know, I appreciated, but I'm sure he really appreciated. Um, yeah, and you had to talk to that fucking guy. I, I went um, to check it out. I remember going to check it out, staying out there because I was kind of doing it and just coming back home and being like, hey, there's really nothing going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you really want me to sleep in a park? Tonight, man. I want to do that. <laughs> what was she gonna like interview you after, or like? Yeah, she was gonna get me to get all the information. Yes, exactly, and then write a paper on it or something. She was always getting me to write stuff. And... Yeah, infiltrate the homeless. I like. It sounds like a good yeah. idea on paper. You should have had like a GoPro attached to your head. They didn't have them at the time, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> yeah, hey guys, very inconspicuous. So, yeah, where's the drug set? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can we do drugs? It's like undercover boss or something, you know? Like, hey, what's your story, man? Yeah. Yo, this guy's wearing a wire. It's a fucking <laughs> full-blown camcorder strapped to my head. <laughs> yeah. He's not one of us. <laughs> Beat him. That's a weird hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of those giant, uh, those stupid hats. Have you seen those? It's really huge. Ten-gallon hat. hat? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, partners. What's on the menu for this evening? Nothing? All right. Let's mix it up a bit. So you just footage. You just like walked into some park and just started like threw some newspapers over you and started trying to take a nap on a bench. Totally. It was like, I mean, the thing was, I was doing drugs at the time and dad and I would get into some fucked up situations. So I did know certain areas and she kind of wanted me to go in there and just do the regular thing, but just stay there. Just stay yeah. there and and see how I did and check in, check in every day. It, it was very dangerous. <laughs> it wasn't something I wanted to do. Feed the pigeons, babe, you know. It would be a long day, man. Being homeless oh, is tough. God, it's so, I tried six hours of it. It fucking was forever. You did it. You tried how long How long until you, until you tapped out and went for dinner? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We were just kind of talking to him for like an hour or something. It was going to oh, be an ongoing her. thing. Oh, God. It was going to be like a monthly thing, but I never got the call back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Kate was the best, man. Okay. Well, so yeah, I don't know if I said this before, but um, we were going to get on the subway and it was super crowded, mm-hmm. and I this made a great it story. on, but she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so we both just had our hands like kind of on the window, yeah. waving. Yeah, she saw the humor in it. She, we both uh, were were chuckling. Oh, uh, uh, for uh, sure. You know, there's a subway like every ten minutes or whatever. But yeah, then I went home or whatever. You left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She probably waited. She probably waited for you too, man. Oh, man. I know. Before I didn't the have days a cell of cell phone or anything, I didn't no. know how to get back there. But um, yeah, you know, I guess just take one in the other direction on the next yes. stop. But 
but you were probably sick of the whole situation at that point. Yeah, I only had two hundred bucks on me, so yeah, that she gave you. Yeah, <laughs> for for a job not done. I know. That, that. Oh God, I know. Shout out to Aunt Kate. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. The yeah. Best. Uh, one more story about Aunt Kate. She took me to a really fancy restaurant one time, and we were sitting there, and there was, like, I thought it was cheese on the table, and I took one, and I put it in my mouth, and she looked at me, and she goes, you just ate butter. <laughs> and I said, like, chewing butter. Yeah, but it's fancy butter. <laughs> but it's fancy butter, and I'm going to swallow it. What else am I going to do with it? I can't believe <sighs> it's I can't believe it's butter. <laughs> I thought it was mozzarella. <laughs> Oh, oh all right. okay. Were we doing an episode here? I don't know. Where are mm. we? Um, so, yeah, not surprisingly, <laughs> Mo Manny's, uh venture, it sparked some debate. Here's a quote. Yeah. Homeless people are not tourist attractions. They have enough issues without this company profiting off exploiting them as well. One commenter on a Seattle Post intellig- intelligencer story about the tour wrote, Fair enough. Mm. Then we got MJ Kaiser. He's program director at Compass Housing Alliance in Seattle. Uh, He said Mo Money's tour would use up much-needed resources like housing and food and that his $2,000 fee could help a homeless family for two months or provide meals for all 220 of the folks in Compass shelters for one night. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, it could, but this guy's trying to be run fun, a, bit of a business. You, you know, yeah, he's mean? trying to have some fun here, trying to do something. He's grinding, he's grifting. I mean, it's like, hey, Kaiser, you're a program director. Like, maybe you could donate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a good guy. Whatever. Yeah, he probably is, but I mean, yeah. he's at least this guy's trying to figure out something for himself. Uh, I, I don't mind. I don't mind the idea. Yeah. I really don't. I think some people fall from it. You know what's reminding me of is that time we went for that tour with Grandma, and we talked about it before. I think where we went <laughs> the town crier around our hometown, and yeah. the kids were throwing snowballs at him the whole time. Yeah. Here he, here he, oh, oh, oh fuck! <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Got a free apple cider after the tour was over. I think. Yeah, it was piping hot. Yeah. Grandma wasn't happy with that guy. I remember she was like, "This is a joke." He was probably Joke. drunk, rosy oh, cheeks, he was. you know? Very rosy cheeked. He could have been a homeless guy pretending to be a town crier and just put like a poster up saying, want a tour of the town? He just walks around the fucking town with you. Yeah, like, were really we the what only it... one? Just yeah, us and it was just us. It was us and grandma. Yeah. And he had a bell and he was going, hear ye. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was throwing snowballs at him because it was drunk time in downtown. That downtown area where we grew up was, you know, fairly volatile Yeah. after nine o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> the Rainbow Bar would get really rocking. Yeah, yep. The strip club, the Royal. Yeah, people barfing out front. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Michael Stoops, director of community organizing at the National Coalition for the Homeless, 
said he thinks Mo Money's intentions are in the right place, but he doesn't think it's right to charge $2,000 or for Mo Money to pay himself such a big fee. He's a businessman, though. Uh, yeah, none of, none of their paid. business. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. People are willing to pay. I mean, yeah. whatever. I'm just trying to imagine. Cares what your opinion is. Mo Money on uh, Shark Tank, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Who's that bald guy? You know, he's always skeptical. He's in, kind of an asshole. Kevin? Yeah. Kevin? <laughs> Is that Shark Tank? That might be the Canadian version I'm thinking of. There's Dragon's Den. Dragon's Tank. Den. Same. Yeah, I think he's, he's on both. Yeah. You pitch here. Kevin Leary? Uh, Kevin O'Leary. Kevin yeah, O'Leary? Kevin O'Leary. He might become the next prime minister of uh, Canada at some point. I think he's starting to get into politics. He's very conservative, obviously. All rich yeah. people are. But. Yeah, true. Anyways, yeah, I'm conservative. Guy. I'm starting to turn conservative myself. <laughs> hey, let's keep the <laughs> politics out of this, guy. <laughs> I love to divide the audience. You know me. I'm a bit of a rebel rouser. <laughs> Barbie. That was the sound of fucking freedom. Which one would you walk out on at the drive-in? <laughs> All right. So uh, if the experience is really about giving people an inside look at homelessness, then it shouldn't be about turning a profit, uh, Michael Stoops said. The nonprofit coalition offers a similar program, actually, which is, this is kind of cool. It's called the Homeless Challenge. Sounds like something they do on TikTok, but uh, <laughs> people can spend 48 hours living on the streets of Washington, D.C. with a guide uh, who is either currently or formerly homeless. The organization asks people for a $50 nightly donation to, lo- to local shelters if they can afford it. It's not a moneymaker, Stoop said. We do it to give people the experience and to let them interact with other homeless folks. That's where Stoops and Mo Money agree. Everything, everyone could benefit from spending some time on the streets as long as it's done in an ethical, safe manner and homeless people are involved, says Stoops. Man, you know... People might scoff. I was all ready to scoff at this and be like, why would you need someone there with you? I mean, it's dangerous enough. Just go and be homeless if you want to feel what that's like. But I remember walking through a really difficult area of Toronto one time, and there were these two black guys who were trying to, like, get money for rapping or something like that. And I gave them five bucks, and my wallet had more money in it. I put the money in. And the one guy grabbed me. He goes, come here, son. I want to talk to you for a second. He pulled me into this corner by this building where no one else was. And he said, give me the rest of your fucking money or I'll punch you in the mouth. And I was like 15. So I just gave him my money and I moved on. But if I had I had a more money around, maybe I would have maybe I would have had more money. <laughs> exactly. The- <laughs> that's what I mean though. Like a a street smart guy that's that's used to the area that he'd be like, Hey, yo, don't give any money to these guys. You're yeah. you know or they would know him kinda of and just give the old nod and be like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leave these these alone. Yeah. Yeah. So. It helps to have an I'm inside running. man. Mm-hmm. It would. It would help. And that's what a you little get embarrassing. For, that's what you get for trying to help someone out, eh? It's just oh, ridiculous. Fuck. It's happened to me. It's, it, that's the, not the first time. <coughs> I oh, mean, same. Um, like, it's not, not the first time. Obviously not to that extent, but, you know, you give someone, like, 10 bucks, and then they, they're kind of like, oh, you know, you got any more or whatever? It's like, yeah. come on, man. Just be happy with the 10 bucks. Yeah. Quickly, I had a guy uh, ask me for uh, money, and I needed weed. And I say, hey, if you know where to get any weed, I'll give you enough so that we can split a uh, half an ounce. 
and uh, he took the money. I walked with him. He kept on looking back at me, and he's like, hey, "Yo, you you got a cigarette?" And I I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I get this, pulled the cigarette out, and he grabs my pack and throws it out into the fucking street and runs away. <sighs> what a dick. <laughs> Yeah, this is why people don't help people. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he threw it out in the street for me to follow it. There, there, but there was another dude. I, it's happening multiple times where I took the money out of my wallet to to give to a homeless guy. He grabbed the wallet and threw it in the street. This is in Oshawa. It's like a regular fucking <laughs> thing that they were doing at the time. Hey, you got any spare change? You take your wallet out. They snatch your wallet, take the money, and chuck your wallet because you want your wallet with all your identification and everything in it. Yeah. It takes you a moment to go get it out of the street and they're gone. They gone. Twice that happened to me in two different situations. <laughs> and I got robbed by that black dude at the corner in the shadow of a building in Toronto. Yeah, there's <sighs> even in my small town there's starting to be more homeless people and like I've gone to you know, I go to the grocery store to uh grab myself something uh quick to eat. Um this is at night like before work. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've seen people, I'm like, oh, sorry, I don't have any money, man, when, when he asks. And then, you know, I have a bit of a change of heart when I'm in there. I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. I get cash back. I, they only give 20. They don't give 10 or anything. So yep. I guess I'll give this guy 20. But, yeah, I'm yep. not whipping out my wallet and just searching through. <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. It was like 1994. But, yeah. yeah. So I've done that a couple of times, you know, where I just kind of whip out the 20. Say, yeah, here you go, man. And there you go. The two people I did that to, they've been uh, pretty grateful, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I once bought I once bought a Girl Guide's all of her cookies, or it was like almonds, chocolate-covered almonds, outside of a beer store. I, th- I was living with you at the time. We cashed in all of our beer bottles. I had like $120. So I went to the girl, and I said, how much you got? She had a bunch of boxes of it. I said, I'll buy them all. It cost like $60. And then we took the money. We went to Murray, you know, right? Uh, we went into his uh, car. And the mom comes up and knocks on the window and goes, what did you just do? And I go, uh, what do you mean? You just bought all of her stuff? And I'm like, yeah. It's like, you know that the reason that we're doing this is to teach her how to actually <laughs> interact with the real world when it comes to sales and whatever. And this is not a usual. I'm like, what the fuck, lady? Once in a while, somebody will give you a break. How about that being part of the real world, too? So no yeah. good deed goes unpunished, really. It doesn't. Yeah. Be like, I really like girl guy cookies, okay? I fucking, and I like your girl. I like the, I mean, she was in the back seat and we were going to go party too and she was only fucking 12 years old. So that was part of the problem as well, right? Yeah. But just joking. Okay. That's a joke. Yeah. Right. Edit that out. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, have we talked about ourselves enough here? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it's like every, Every single thing we see, oh, that reminds me of a story, you know? <laughs> you said there might not be much to this. We should drag it out, so I'm, I'm yeah. just trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I got to take a piss. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we're wrapping it up fairly soon. Uh, turns out All I got right. more than I thought I did, so okay. Nice. Um, okay, so, you know, after hearing all this, I'm curious to know, like, what was Mike uh, Mo Money's response to the uh, charges that the suburban experience will waste resources? Well, let's hear from the man himself, because I got Mike with me here right now. Oh, right Hey, on. Mike. How you doing, bud? Tell us about the business. Yo, <laughs> they, they got me all wrong. They, 
they say, we're, you know, we're not wasting resources, bud. Uh, <laughs> you sound like dad. That sounds like dad. <laughs> Rather than check in the tourists in the shelters, they'd stay in the cheapest hostels in the international district area. Uh, you know, which charge $15 a night. I'm staying in one of them right now. They're full of working homeless people who get up at 6 a.m. every day to work minimum wage jobs. All the food would be paid for, not from a soup kitchen. I've talked to the businesses I'd include on the tour, and and they'll know why we're there, and they'll, they'll be playing <laughs> yeah. along. The idea would be to experience homelessness without intruding oh. or disrespecting homeless people. The tent <sighs> cities, for instance... We're, we're not going to do that on the tour. Whoa, whoa. Uh, but but hold up, Mike Mo Money. Uh, that would be the best part, man. Experiencing the real deal. You're using the voice I used for Nathaniel Barjona on uh, Monstro, by the way. Why would you do this with multiple people that could benefit from this? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, so... I think like going to the tent cities and stuff, you know, that would that would be probably the best part of the tour, though, Mike. You know, um, hey, yo, Leroy, talk to me <laughs> off the record, uh, and we'll we'll figure something out. Okay, Mike. Uh, see you later. I know you're a busy guy. Oh, not really. Hey, Jack, you you got any questions for me there, bud? For uh, more money? Yeah, Dad. How how you been, man? It's been a while. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I've been okay. Call me. <laughs> All right. Get a cell phone. <laughs> okay, the articles. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, that was it. Was interesting having Mike Mo Money like right here in the closet with me. Man, that was wild. That's um, wild. You're on the tour right now, eh? Are you mm. giving him a tour of what it's like to live in a house? <laughs> <laughs> sure, it's <on> him. <laughs> yeah, this happens to me a lot with the podcast, but. Do you ever, you know, write something in and you think it's hilarious in your head? And then when it comes time to do it, like, you can't fully commit. You're like, oh, All the God, time. this is stupid. <laughs> All the time. That's how I felt there. <laughs> yep. All the time. Yeah. It was good, though. I, I, I enjoyed it. Is yeah, that yeah. how you're wrapping this thing up? That was great of Mike to show up there. Was, um, yeah, it was. So the the article says, but of course, this is all hypothetical right now because so far it's just a flash of online outrage about a website for a tour that hasn't actually happened yet. Mo Money said, oh shit, well, let's let's hear it. Let's get him back here. Uh, We got to hear it right from his mouth. The only only inquiries I've gotten into the tour so far are from local journalists. I might be willing to give them a discounted rate. Okay, thanks, Mike. I'll see you later, bud. So, wow. Yeah, the thing is, like that. I think between that interview, not the interview I just did with him, but um, <laughs> like the interview he had with one site and the CNN article, um, I think that was like three months apart. And yeah, he hadn't like nobody took him up on that tour, and there's no website available nothing so i think he kind of just gave up on it unless he's going off the grid you know what i mean well that's what those guys they give up on things pretty quick that's how they end up homeless <laughs> yeah another business venture down the tubes but i mean that is one of those things where definitely the the media would get on board with that right 
Um, Today's media certainly yeah, would. And that's yeah. really the only people that have any interest, though. Um, uh, yeah, 2000 bucks is steep, man. Um, so I haven't heard anything else about this. Oh, I'm assuming he gave there. up. Sorry, hold on one second. Oh, yeah. I'm hooking you back in. One sec, one sec. Ah, oh, shit. So I get for trying to piss in a jug. Okay. <laughs> yeah. there. there we are. Discreet piss. Okay. But um so yeah, if my final thoughts here, like if you wanted to live uh like a homeless person for a bit, I think your best bet yeah. would be to kind of talk to a homeless dude in a major city, find one you feel is cool and you can trust, talk to him a little here and there for a few months, uh, develop a bond, give him, you know, five bucks here and there. And then you propose the idea to him one day. Uh, you can wear some shabby clothing, dirty yourself up, and be like, hey, right. man, I want to experience what it's like. Can I uh, shadow you for a week? Just do what you normally do. I just want to blend in. Don't tell anyone what we're doing. Uh, I don't want to be treated differently. Just say we're friends, old friends, if anyone asks. And at the end of it, you can give the guy like 500 bucks or something like that. Yeah, or you can watch The Fisher King. Or you could just sit outside for a while because being homeless isn't all that exciting in the first place. Yes. Um, or be grateful that uh, you have a home or, you know, whatever your situation yeah. is. It's it's kind of like I assume being homeless is kind of like being a paramedic or a firefighter. There's long hours of nothing, just boredom punctuated by moments of intensity. Oh, big and time. So, something will boom happen, right? And that would be a thrill, being a homeless person. But the thrill that you get as a homeless person is much different than being, you know, a firefighter or a paramedic yeah. or a cop. Yeah. In, in that you are probably, what would you say an intense situation would be as a homeless person? Um. Another homeless a, person? Even just a few local teenagers coming up thinking it's, funny you know they got a video camera out they might have a, a bat or something and uh yeah here i got a business idea or just the cops send me up. i don't know <laughs> send me 500 bucks and you can sit outside my studio and every three hours i'll throw a piss jug at your fucking back of your head <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, the... it's weird like is this i don't know is this to sort of glamorize what it or um what it's like being homeless or is it really just like hey oh now i know what it's like to be homeless so now i have a little more empathy sympathy for mm -hmm. like the homeless people uh, yeah no and that's what it should be totally but yeah being being homeless is romanticized in a lot of ways and we're talking about like jack kerouac um like back in the beatnik days you know where, where people would be hobos and they would ride the rails and they they would go from town to town they would do odd jobs and just get enough for like a bottle of wine and they'd ride on the back of a pickup truck through like some through the heartlands of america and just try to find jobs and things That's see there's homelessness there's homelessness and there's being like a hobo back in like, like jack kerouac on the road is is a book that you could read if you want to know all about that i'm sure a lot of people listening know about on the road by jack kerouac but being a homeless person, like these days sitting on Skid Row in Los Angeles and just. Oh, I never thought about Skid Row. I mean. Dealing with that? That would be scary. And you're yeah. like, oh, maybe stay in the Cecil Hotel, you mm -hmm. know, a few days with. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. But Skid Row is like one of the most dangerous places in the, 
in the free world, you know? Yeah. Um, it used to be. Now I think that it's uh, catered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now but... I think there's a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of tourists checking it out. I bet you it's, it's still still pretty bad, I'm sure. But yeah, it would be interesting, but just these rinky-dink tours, like you, you don't want to go around with like just some homeless or former homeless guy, like like a tour. That's that's sort of like, you know, I went to Mexico last year and we were on the resort. It's like, did I mm-hmm. experience Mexico? Not really. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't, I wasn't staying with an authentic Mexican or, uh, you know. Yeah pay a few pesos and and stay in like some little apartment or something that would be right. a real deal not i would never want to do that uh, i'm That's cool with my, being uh, on a resort <laughs> but you know my my father-in-law like you're friends with him and he uh goes to cuba and he goes off all the time and does he he knows the language he plays guitar in parks and it does like the real deal and I went to Cuba with him, and we stayed on the resort, and he went out, and everyone was like, wow, how could you go out there? I mean, it feels very dangerous. But that's what his experience is all the time, you know, yeah. eating at the real places and all that. We were just happy to stay on the resort. Also, I want to correct you, Leroy. I was biting my tongue here, but it's actually called the unhoused now and not the homeless, okay? Uh, it's actually called the unhoused, just so yes. you know. Okay. Sorry, houseless. No, the unhoused. Oh, Okay. Yeah, no, I, I think I did you hear my episode? I talked about that actually a bit at some point, I think. About um, people uh, getting upset about homeless people being called homeless and not unhoused? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I think they were sort of saying that uh, home homeless, it, it sounds more permanent, whereas like unhoused sounds like a temporary, like more hopeful situation. Yeah, fine. I, I just call them bums. Yeah, right. No, it's <laughs> oh my god! To think that somebody who lives on the streets would care how you fucking talk about them waking up on a sidewalk. The the guys I work with in the homeless shelter there in Oshawa, the ones who had an upper, who were just down on their luck, they would quickly bounce back. But the guys who were like long time street dudes, the thought to call them unhoused rather than homeless and that might fucking hurt their feelings is. Yeah unreal with the stuff that they deal with every day in a situation they put themselves in for the most part barring mental illness keeping them there and then needing the help and all that anyways semantics i think that's the word so uh yeah that will do it uh hopefully we didn't talk about ourselves too much in there but uh maybe you found it interesting let us know in the comments what you thought yeah, or yeah, please. Yeah, and then, and for the for the unhoused out there, <laughs> uh, write us a letter. <laughs> I don't know what. Yes, do. please. Mm-hmm. Uh, Find a local library and send an email to uh, excuse me, that's illegal at yeah. gmail dot com. Yeah, gmail dot com. Um, it's been a wild ride, guys. Um, you know, I would be interested to to, to hear to, to sorry to, to hear if people would actually take take that kind of a tour, because as much as I've kind of shit on it in in little ways, and you have too, and we've joked about it. At the end of the day, if somebody came up to me and offered me that experience, and I had nothing else to do as like a 22 year old, and maybe I'm getting into a field where I'm going to have to deal with that population at some point, to get to know anything a little bit better that you're going to get into is not a bad thing and to do it in the safest way possible maybe having a chaperone is is worth the purchase to yeah. to get that 
I mean, not two grand, but like sure, no. fifty <laughs> bucks or whatever, you know, which is cool. Like, uh, donate it to whatever, or obviously give it to the guy who's gonna take you around. That'd be cool. That's what he's helping. Fifty bucks. The tip. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. <sighs> I. Yeah. I'm on board. I think it would be interesting, but. 22, 20 years old, man, you and I, the way that we were, if we had that offered to us, I think that you and I would probably give it a go. I think ah, we both had it offered to us by our aunt, like we already talked about, we turned it down. So wait a minute, what am I talking about? Yeah. yeah. We did hang out with our dad quite a bit and got in some situations, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, he gave us a bit of a taste, so. Yeah. <laughs> Definite taste. A taste. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Right on. Thanks for another great one. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. Hope you all uh, enjoyed it. Okay. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) That really petered out at the end. (laughs) I'll put music in. (laughs) Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.